The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. Excited for this episode, Finding Consistency with Fitness. We have two guests during this episode, both from the weightlifting and fitness interest group here at MCW. Bryce Ritka is a third-year medical student from Manitowoc, Wisconsin. He attended undergrad at UW-La Crosse, and before medical school, he worked as a nuclear medicine technologist. Taylor Schlusner is currently a third-year medical student at MCW and co-president of the weightlifting and fitness interest group. His interest in fitness began in high school as a cross-country and distance track runner. During college, his focus switched to triathlon racing and studying dietetics at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. I hope that you all enjoy this episode. Be well. Okay, thank you so much to Bryce and Taylor for being here on this episode of Well, Well, Well to talk about consistency in fitness. I will get started with the usual icebreaker for the both of you. What's one way that you all have been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourselves recently? Yeah, I can go first. Uh, So I'm Bryce. And apart from fitness and weightlifting, which we'll be discussing in this episode, uh, something I find important for my wellness is to always dedicate time to myself. So I have a pretty hard cutoff of not doing any school or any chores after eight o'clock. I try getting that all done before then. So that's like my minimum. I'm a big uh, Marvel superhero nerd. And there's been a lot of new Marvel movies and shows I've been watching, like Miss Marvel. And uh, I just watched that finale today. And then Thor, I just saw in theaters the other day with a buddy. And I'm actually currently planning for a, a wedding at this coming or next June. So that's kind of fun to be looking around and planning that. Taylor, did you say it's his wedding? Yeah, it is. Oh, how exciting, Bryce. That's very exciting. And oh. probably a little stressful too, I'm sure, but hopefully mostly exciting and fun. Yeah, at times. <laughs> we got we got the hard stuff done. So that's good. Nice. That's amazing. So I am not a huge Marvel person, but I do love Guardians. I love both the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Those are Marvel, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, those absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Those are a little more comedic. Yeah. There's actually a a show that's going to be coming out called I Am Groot. So that little tree creature in Guardians of the Galaxy is going to have his own little show. Yeah, those movies are hilarious. I love them. And the music, the soundtracks are really good. My husband and I actually listen to a Guardians of the Galaxy playlist sometimes when we're like grilling and stuff because it's just got (laughs) it's got some bangers. We like it. (laughs) Very cool. Taylor, what about you? Anything that you've been into lately in the world of wellness? Yeah, so I think if we weren't going to like planning on talking about um, fitness and stuff for the rest of the conversation, I probably would have said running in answer to this question. But um, I guess I would say um, just being outside more generally. So maybe walking my dogs or just playing with my dogs in the yard, Um, even doing yard work, I actually really enjoy. Um, And I guess to stay on theme with Bryce's answer too. I've been really enjoying South Park lately. Um, I I used to watch that show all the time, um, and then stopped for many years. Not really like a huge TV person generally, but I've been really enjoying like some of the newer seasons that I'm getting caught back up on. 
Yeah, I was going to ask if you're like going back and rewatching. Are you watching new or new to you episodes? Yeah, I went back a few seasons. Um, I have like I have a Hulu subscription, so it's just kind of I get whatever episodes are recorded. But yeah, I went back a few seasons because, like I said, I haven't watched for a few years, so I'm kind of moving forward through it. Um, like a few seasons back now. Yeah, it's pretty but, entertaining. Some some brilliant satire there, and sometimes almost like too close for comfort, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, they're so clever. <laughs> yeah, they are for sure. Well, very cool. Thank you for that. And I think sort of getting started, you are both here or how I guess how I found you both is because you are part of the weightlifting and fitness interest group on campus. And that's how we connected. And so if one of you could maybe just tell the listeners a bit about the group, the weightlifting and fitness interest group, or how to get involved if they are interested. Yeah. Um, So I kind of had Bryce and I um, met early in M1 year. So that's like two years ago now, which is crazy. Um, But we met early on and I knew Bryce was a weightlifter because we had talked about it. And at the time, I really wasn't. Um, My background is in um, like cross country um, and track and then more like triathlon and Ironman sports. So I was always an endurance athlete. And um, kind of was burned out on that a little bit at the time. Um, and also kind of adjusting to med- medical school and weightlifting and strength training was something I had not done before. So I started getting into that, um, and being pretty consistent with that and really enjoying it. Um, and Bryce actually gave me, um, a workout routine, um, that he had done previously. And so I used that, I finished it. And then after that, I kind of changed it up to another uh, workout routine or by an individual, like a YouTuber that Bryce follows. Um, So doing doing that, we're just, yeah, getting into weightlifting. And then, you know, we're kind of looking for experiences in medical school. And I was like, you know, this is something I'm really interested in and enjoy. And it would be fun, a fun thing to do. So I kind of proposed to Bryce. I was like, hey, what if we start the weightlifting, uh, start a weightlifting fitness group? And then... um, uh, then we realized when we reached out that one kind of already existed, although it had been uh, inactive and defunct for a while. So we're like, oh, let's reboot that. And uh, so here we are. Very cool. Nice. So a little origin story there. I like it. Yeah. yeah. But basically starting from your from your own interests and then sort of like, how do we integrate this into something bigger, or like share it with others? Yeah, 100%. Very cool. So I know our the the broad topic here is fitness but you know in the time that we chatted before recording this we discussed this idea of like achieving consistency with fitness it was like a theme that kind of kept coming up so how have you all achieved consistency with your fitness especially in this realm of medical school where we know it's busy and time can be short uh yeah for me uh consistency in the past, I like for studying for a big test like the MCAT, I would often sacrifice my fitness in order to study more. And I realized that would really put me back. I would, I, one month I gained like 20 pounds just because I stopped working out and was just studying, not really caring about my diet at that time. So I knew this is something I wanted to prioritize. And for me, the biggest thing was finding something I enjoy doing 
because oftentimes that's what prevents people from continuing habits they want to develop. They just dread the working out. It's too hard. They're always sore or eating's too difficult. They want to eat the foods they enjoy that may not be as healthy. So weightlifting is something I've always enjoyed doing. And I really learned to enjoy the process instead of the goal. So like my goal is always like, you know, improve my body, get bigger, stronger. And when I learn to enjoy the process, I realize it's more of a milestone when I reach the goal and not a finish line. Because there's times I would try losing weight super quickly. And once I reached that point, I'm like, oh, well, I made it. And then I went back to old habits because I kind of stressed myself out in that process. I tried really hard to lose weight and get in shape. But now that I do a more enjoyable approach, it's been easier each day. And for me, the, the hardest thing was just getting to the gym. So every night now I, I pack up my gym bag, my gym clothes. I have my pre-workout already made and I have it out by the door. So I'm not forgetting it. And it, it just makes it easier to get into the gym when I have that all prepared. Because when I don't, it's easy to make the excuse like, oh, I'm not ready to hit the gym today. It's okay if I take a day off. So that helped me be a little bit more consistent with my uh, fitness journey. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I know, I, I know a lot of people who use like those little hacks like that, right? Like making it as seamless as possible to basically get out the door and get to the gym or, you know, press play on the workout video or whatever that might be just getting things set up preemptively. Yeah, once you get in the gym, it, I always appreciate it after. I'm never disappointed after a good workout. Right. And Bryce, what would you say motivates you? I hear you saying like you're trying to embrace the process more than like the, the end goal. But what else would you say like motivates you to keep going? So a lot of things, uh, instead of like physique wise, I enjoy, I track my workout so I can see the improvement uh each week, I see if I'm going up in weight, more reps. And so each week, I try to progressively overload. And that's not necessarily lifting more. There's multiple ways to progressively overload, whether it's more weight, uh, more repetitions, or just better form and function. And what really motivated me with that is seeing the small improvements instead of like the big end goal, like each week you're seeing a gain in some aspect, whether it's strength or endurance, you can see where you were, like you can look back months ago. So you see the small progress and next thing you know, it's two months later and you're like, wow, I really made some big steps. So right. too, too often uh, we convince ourselves that uh, massive results require massive action. And to me, it's more about developing a good habit and trying to become just 1% better each day. And those little actions and habits you develop each day can end up over time becoming big results that you're looking to gain. Right. And even big results aside, I think this idea of like the, it leads to the consistency. And then, like you said, not necessarily that yo-yo effect, right? Where you go hard to hit this goal you might have in mind and then maybe because that was such like an intense process it's hard to sustain that right and so 
that sort of back and forth where if you're recognizing, I think what you're saying, like more of the process on those smaller milestones, um, you get to, you know, experience that sustainability. Yeah, absolutely. And it, like when you're working out or doing something good for your body and as in physical fitness, you see results in more aspects than just that. Like I've noticed if I crank out a workout, I'm more motivated to go home and do the dishes or clean the house. Whereas if I would skip a workout, it seems like I'm lazy for the entire day then. Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point, how it impacts all these other aspects of life and motivation in general. Um, Taylor, what about you? What about your like fitness journey and how you have found consistency? Yeah, um, I think I do want to, I don't want to paint a picture of like uh, total perfection and consistency because that's, uh, it's not, not true or maybe realistic, but um, kind of finding consistency um in like as as we move towards different goals like so goals change and and shift right um so it's not doing the same thing all the time necessarily but um yeah so like i said i started um running in high school and really enjoyed it and at that time it was definitely the thing that motivated me was competition um me in cross country and track. And then in college transition towards triathlon, I'd also say competition was what motivated me and uh, made me consistent because that's how you see the best results. Then, um, you know, life changes a little bit. I started, I decided kind of late in college that I wanted to pursue medicine. And that was kind of what I was focused on for a long time. Um, because I decided so late, I had to kind of shift, um, focus like at a ship do a big shift in focus and do it kind of quickly um to get like prerequisites and such for the mcat and for medical school um so at that point in time like my training definitely fell off kind of like bryce was saying like his he sacrificed some fitness um for the mcat um and i would so i would say something very similar happened to, to myself as well um and yeah i think towards the end of my study period actually for the MCAT I remember um really slowing down and kind of getting bogged down in studying not being very efficient at all in my studying um and then just kind of thinking like you know what I'm gonna go back to running um and I started to run and I realized exactly like Bryce said like when I would go on for a run um I would be more productive that day you know I might sacrifice a couple hours to get a run in, like not running for two hours, but you know, you run for 40 minutes or whatever. And then there's shower and changing and, you know, getting ready and everything. So you might sacrifice a couple hours to get a workout in, but then the rest of your day is so much more efficient and productive. Um, you're so motivated to do other things, like even like Bryce said, like dishes and such things like that. So, um, yeah, so that kind of helped, uh, um, me regain some focus on fitness as well. And then when I started medical school, that's again, like kind of when, um, you know, priorities change and life changed again. Um, and that's when I kind of shifted away from doing endurance things and more towards lifting and just kind of had, a, um, um, a, yeah, different goals. And, and I did that for a while and I ended up kind of shifting back to running and, um, triathlon type endurance sports because that's what I was, um, I just found I, I was better at that and I enjoyed it more. And I think it, it's better for 
my health personally. Um, but I do incorporate like strength routines that I used to do too and stuff just to be um, well-rounded and balanced. But yeah, so I think um, to achieve consistency, you got to be flexible. You have to um, keep your fitness goals kind of in check with other goals that are in your life, but also not letting those other goals completely take over. Um, yeah. Yeah. I hear you saying like basically choosing something that fits your lifestyle, right? So you have to, yeah. Going from, from one reality into medical school, for example, is usually a pretty big shift for folks. Right. And so considering what it might look like now and it changing is okay. You know, as long as you're picking something that you still enjoy and that keeps you motivated and keeps you coming back, but right. Picking something that, that fits your lifestyle. Yeah, there's a million ways to increase your fitness and to increase your mental and physical wellness. Like there's, um, there's no one way to do it, certainly. So you gotta, you can find something that fits your lifestyle or your ability level, um, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What would you guys say has been the biggest challenge in remaining consistent? I know you mentioned like MCAT studying time, right? Like some busier times, but anything else that comes to mind that has been a barrier in remaining consistent with your fitness? Uh, Yeah, definitely. It's the time management aspect with studying in school right now, but it's also expecting perfection. Like you, like I mentioned, setting the small goals and you're always seeing results, but the truth is you're not going to always be seeing the improvement you were hoping to see. It's going to, there's going to be ups and downs. And that's why I find that it's very important to track for a long period of time because you may see an increase at first when you start and then you kind of plateau. But over a long period of time, you see that trend upwards and knowing you're, you're doing something right. And also just having a plan of like, with I, when I was talking about school and time management, I really have to plan out my day. I am very keen on making a schedule. I know Taylor, on the other hand, is kind of like a free rider and just find, does his exercises when he can. But for me, what helped me is making a plan, like scheduling when I'm going to work out. And like, for instance, today, I, uh, we had an academic half day. So I have my internal medicine rotation. So I had that, I was at the hospital at like 7 a.m. And it worked until uh, noon. And I usually go to the Experience Fitness in Brookfield. But I also took some time to drive there, drive home, change, shower. So instead of going to that gym today, I decided to use the Tonkins gym uh, for the first time in my medical career because I could just go from the hospital right to MCW. So I planned that out like last night. How am I going to be most efficient with my time? So I used that gym. And I also, I had to manage my time because I had to present or had a talk today with uh, the other students in internal medicine at two o'clock. So I only had like a tight window of like two hours with wanting to eat something afterwards, uh, tra- uh, traveling and changing, showering. So it's just really adapting your schedule and making it easy for you to get to the gym or get um, do whatever you do to improve your uh, fitness habits. 
Yeah. I mean, it's clear it's something you prioritize, right? Because I hear so much intentionality in that, you know, like even this idea of like, okay, well, I'm going to do Tonkins then, you know, and it's some, it's not even something you've done before, but just, you know, realistically your schedule, that's what it would allow for. So yeah, that's yeah. amazing. And it's like, it's not like Tonkins is a good gym. It's like, I can do everything I need to. It's not the my my top choice of a gym to work out in like there's sure. more machines and exercise equipment and experience but you know something's better than nothing yeah taylor did you have any other thoughts on on other barriers or biggest challenges to you found in remaining consistent yeah i think um just like kind of like bryce said time management and just dealing with the curveballs that life throws at you um, I think a somewhat recent example of that for me would be right as kind of M3 year was starting. Um, I took step over the summer. My wife and I immediately went on a vacation, which was great. We came back from the vacation. We were hiking in Colorado. And so we were already tired when we got back. It wasn't like a, you know, like sit on the beach type vacation. So we're tired when we get back. And then we had to move into our new house wow. uh, the next day after we got back. So um and i had a plan to work to take like a couple days off from working out um when i got back to move in because i just thought that's most realistic i mean I'm, i was hiking all week and in colorado um like i can take a couple days off right and um that ended up being more than a couple days um because moving in just took way longer than i had anticipated um just with you know like setbacks with with a new house or whatever um so, yeah, I mean, and I was so busy with school starting and moving in. It was kind of a crazy time. And I didn't I did not have time to work out, period. I mean, if I had infinite energy and didn't need to sleep, then maybe I could have managed. But I mean, we were working all day. It just wasn't realistic. So barriers like like things like that are like stumbling blocks. And mm -hmm. those are okay, like in the long term of things like the, it's OK to hit periods like that. But the key is to get back on track. Um so like I said, you know, it, I planned to miss two days. I ended up missing like a whole week almost. Um, but then afterwards, you know, I'm like Bryce was talking about tracking. I'm like looking at like, okay, you know, like my weekly volume, like my running miles is is down now. So I have to get back on track. And so I, you know, after we finished moving in and things kind of stabilized for a little bit, um, you know, he got back to running slowly and gradually. So it is that things like that, I think, are the biggest challenge. And like we kind of already talked about just the curveballs that life throws at you. So you have right. to have realistic expectations with yourself. Like if you tell yourself, like, oh, I'm going to work out six days a week for the rest of my life and never miss a day. Like that's not a realistic expectation. But um, yeah. Well, and I like how in this one conversation we touched on the power of like, the tracking and scheduling and being intentional, but then also the power of flexibility and, you know, like having grace with yourself and self-compassion when, as you said, Taylor, life throws curveballs. And I think like, this isn't like a black or white situation, right? Like it can, you can utilize both of those ways of, of maintaining consistency. Yeah, absolutely. And like Bryce said, um, I've not, I've never been the type of person that like schedules out every minute of every day. Um, I, I totally respect people that do. And I, I can see the benefits of that. Um, I, it's just not in my nature, I guess. Um, 
and I do well just kind of like pivoting on the fly. Like with my with my running schedule, I do have kind of my weeks planned out and like kind of vague ideas of how I want my mileage to go for a week and how I want them to trend over the months or whatever. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm always pivoting, um, cause it depends how, uh, rested I feel one day, like, am I more fatigued, um, because of school or lack of sleep, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, being like, yeah, like you said, managing flex, like, uh, um, balancing flexibility with kind of, um, intentionality and scheduling. Right. So I know we've mentioned like these ideas of tracking and um, what what apps or resources do you all use? What ones do you like? I heard, a, I think, about a YouTube channel as well. So what would you want to yeah. share with listeners about different resources out there that you all like? Yeah, um, I'll let Bryce talk a little bit about uh, the weightlifting stuff. The YouTube channel that I mentioned um, that he sent me was Jeff Nippard. He's a professional bodybuilder. Um, he also, I think not, I'm not sure, but maybe Bryce will know. He might have a degree in something or another, but he's very science focused. Like when he does um, his lifts, he'll talk to you about um, research articles and stuff like that. So it's not, he's not just like, you know, a meathead or whatever. Um, also Athlean X, um, and Jeff Cavalier, that was one of the first workout routines Bryce told me to try out and he's a physical therapist. So kind of similar, um, deal there. He's, you know, he's educated and gives, um, good science and good, um, reasons and logic behind what he tells you to do and why, um, there's always a little bit of salesmanship too with those people. So that, that kind of comes with the territory, um, Otherwise, the apps that I use now for running, well, really, I track all my workouts with it, but it's definitely most tailored towards running or biking and swimming triathlon type stuff is um, Garmin Connect um, because I have a um, I have a Garmin GPS watch. So that makes things it makes tracking it really easy. Um, and Strava, which is Strava is like a uh, social media website that for, uh, working out, especially running, cycling, swimming, and kind of outdoor, like endurance sports of that nature. Mountain bikers use it, trail runners use it out, you know, um, open water swimmers, things like that. Um, and if you don't have a GPS watch, like the Garmin I was talking about, um, so my watch tracks, you know, how fast I'm running, heart rate, a whole, you know, crazy numbers of uh, of um, just data, like vertical oscillation and things like that. But um, you really don't need all that. You know, it's a little bit excessive. If you just have Strava, which uh, you and all you need really is their free membership, you can buy a premium level if you want it. But um, with Garmin Connect, I don't really find that necessary at all. Um, but with Strava, if, if you don't have a GPS watch, you can use Strava and hit record on your phone and you'll start an activity and Strava will track your entire run that, you, you know, you're carrying your phone with you. So it has GPS of your entire run. It'll tell you, you know, your pace. It'll tell you your heart rate. If you have a heart rate monitor or a smartwatch, um, it'll map it out for you. It'll give you an elevation profile. It'll track all your daily and weekly mileage. 
um, pretty much just automatically and then it'll post it to this um, website and Strava is really nice too like with the social media aspect of it and I am not a social media person at all I don't use Instagram or Facebook really um, or really or Twitter or any of it but Strava is awesome because it's such you know it's not like your stereotypical toxic social media right. website it's the it's a good community around working out right so everyone's super encouraging um, you can like people's workouts and you can share as much or as little of your workout data as you want right you can customize all that um, and so you can yeah you can follow people like your friends and stuff and so people are encouraging each other to work out and then yeah just seeing uh, your weekly mileage or your times and everything kind of trend over time is very motivating and rewarding very cool those all sound awesome um bryce did you have anything to add in the way of apps or resources uh yeah so what taylor mentioned i kind of introduced him to the jeff nipper and his youtube channel is great and i think a lot of med students will like it he has a degree in biochemistry but he always goes through like the latest research and specific weightlifting techniques so it's very scientific so science and weightlifting kind of merged together with him. And Jeff Cavalier, too, he's a physical therapist. He was a therapist for the New York Mets. Oh, and cool. he has a great YouTube channel. And he really emphasizes form and pre- injury prevention and types of lifts. But uh, apart for apps, I use this app called Strong Fitness Tracker, where it allows you to custom make your workouts or they even have pre-made workouts on the app and you can include how much weight you're using how many reps you're doing you can just adjust the workout to what you're looking for and that is free there is a premium version but i don't use that because i don't make any money in med school right me the free version is just enough and yeah i've been using that for about two years now and it's nice to look back because it keeps the history and the log and everything. So I can look back to like, for instance, what I was bench pressing two years ago compared to what I'm doing today. Oh, cool. Yeah. I will put these resources in the show notes too. So people can look through them more if they're, if they're interested or so inclined to. Um, so just as a closing, if, if listeners are so inspired by this conversation or they want to connect with you or they have questions about the weightlifting and fitness interest group, how can students reach you? Yeah. So for our weightlifting and fitness group, we have a email address. It's WLF at mcw.edu. And then you can also reach us at our personal school emails, uh, the typical uh, first initial of your first name and last name at MCW. And we also, for our weightlifting fitness group, we have a Facebook page students can join. Typically, at the start of each year, there's a student organization fair, and Taylor and I just recorded a PowerPoint that has information. With that, I can send over to you. But yeah, we do have a Facebook group uh, for people that are interested in sharing workouts or just knowing upcoming events that our group will be hosting. Because last year we uh, were able to do a free workout at Power Cycle. It's straight on Watertown Plank Road by the school. 
they offered us a free class for the students. And so that's kind of the information we post on that page and other opportunities for students to get involved with fitness with other students as well. Very cool. I will include those contacts and the emails in the show notes as well. So thank you both so much, Bryce and Taylor. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. I know you're both very busy with these clinical rotations, important stuff. Um, and you're probably, you know, looking to relax or work out or do something else other than this. So I, I appreciate you both so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us. I enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. This was it was a lot of fun. And yeah, glad to get the word out there and encourage other people. So Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Well, Well, Well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast, or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest, never hesitate to reach out to me on my MCW email. I leave it in the show notes. And we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you, our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and be well.